the sacrifice of not living that pass-fail life, of leading a life of excellence is completely worth it. Our willingness to roll up our sleeves now, it's going to cost us now, but it's also going to benefit us later. If you're not conscious about your investment strategy, you won't end up where you want to be, not financially or as a human. On this show, we interview highly successful investors and share how they overcame limitations to become unstoppable forces of success. If you're ready to learn what it is to be a conscious investor so you can end up where you want, keep listening. Welcome back, conscious investor. Did you know that I am incredibly grateful for you? There are so many different podcasts available for you to listen to, and it just fills my tank that you take time to listen to this show. And I'd love to know what is resonating with you and also love to know what kind of content would support you on the mindset journey. So shoot me a message, julie at juliehawley.com and let me know, Julie, you know what? Could you just touch on this on the mindset episode on a Monday? Because it would help me in all of my life. This podcast is created to serve you and I can serve you when you leave those type of messages and send them my way. I also want to give a huge shout out and just so much gratitude. We have a hundred and I say we because Conscious Investor, you're part of this larger than life movement that we are growing from the ground floor up to change the world so that people are truly investing, not just financially, but investing in taking care of their bodies, taking care of their mindset and growing their wealth. This is all intertwined. We are now at 180 reviews, five-star reviews, and we have this great written review from JFK812. It says, mentor and great human. I can't believe I've waited this long to write this review, but I listened to the very first episode of this podcast on a plane to Denver after meeting Julie in the airport. I was hooked from there on her ability to be Julie. I am kind of myself, huh? (laughs) Since then, we have worked together on an event based around her brand. She has shown and mentored me since that meeting and is one of the greatest humans on earth. Her podcast delivers all that in every episode. Thanks, Julie, for being amazing. Well, I happen to know who you are and good friend, Johnny Kendall. I just want to say thank you for being you and thank you for joining the podcast community. So Conscious Investor, if you're just looking for that little dose of daily mindset, that short and sweet podcast called the Unlock Your Success Podcast. And so we're going to talk about what it takes to really win at life. And quite frankly, I'm a little fired up about this if you can't tell. I mean, we know I'm passionate and everything, but so much of my life was trapped by this concept of Well, it's kind of pass fail. You know what I'm saying, conscious investor, when you're taking a class in college and you know that you're really like, oh, I don't think that I'm going to be getting that A. So I'm just going to take this class pass fail and I'm not going to have to worry about it. Maybe you didn't do that, but I think more often than not, based upon the 80-20 principle, I bet you did a time or two. Okay. And so the reality is, is that sometimes we're approaching relationships in a pass fail way. What do I mean by that? Well, have you ever sat there on a couch with your family and everybody's watching a show, but you're on your phone, disengaged, not really following the show, even though you're saying you're following the show. And maybe your family member is like, Hey, I just want to snuggle without technology in your hand. Hey, I'm guilty of this. I've done it. And I know for a fact that I am not alone. And the reality is that's part of a pass fail mentality. Well, as long as I'm physically present, as long as I am present physically, then I have passed, right? The fail would be, well, I'm just not even here at all. But the ultimate thing is in those situations, we're actually 
not even passing, we're truly failing because we're not present. The body might be there, but we're not there. In our careers, we might be doing a pass fail. Well, what's the bare minimum I need to do? Like what's a bare minimum amount of hours that I need to put in on this project? Sure, I could see an expanded vision on how we could build this out even further and accomplish far more, but we just really have to get to this mark. And so I'm just going to go there. That's a pass fail mentality. I want you to really dig deep, conscious investor, and ask yourself, are you approaching life in this manner? And when we are doing that, we're actually holding ourselves back and we're holding the greatest parts of us hostage instead of living life in a way that is empowered and forward moving. This is one of the areas where I started contemplating this concept of pass fail before hitting record. And I think this is going to land well for a lot of you. It challenged me as I wrote it down. Here's what I wrote. We need to recognize common thinking won't provide uncommon results. Yeah, I did pause there just so that you could think about that. Let me just read that again before I dive in. Recognize common thinking won't provide uncommon results. Oftentimes, we want the results of the 1% or the half percent of the world, but we have to really ask ourselves, are we willing to do what it takes to earn what those results are? So we can't have a pass-fail mentality and have that common thinking mentality and expect to have the uncommon results. Let's put that in context, right? I'm going to give like a real life example that comes up on the investing side of things quite regularly. Many oftentimes investors will have the same approach. We were conditioned and we were taught, hey, you have a 401k, you invest in paper assets. And by that, I mean stocks, bonds, REITs, anything that is not physical and tangible. So real estate is a physical, tangible asset. And one of the things I love about real estate, by the way, is that regardless of what happens with the dollar or with the world, that building, that land, it still has a value to it. It's uncorrelated value. It's not correlated to the dollar or to gold or to something else. It has a value in and of itself. I love that. But we're conditioned to buy a house and to pay it off. So we have all this money trapped in our house so that, oh, now you have this safety net when you are more mature in life, when you're retired and you have less income. Oh my gosh. I mean, do you hear that conscious investor? It's one of these pass fail mentalities that actually puts us in a point of failure. And so think about this. That is saying my quality of life is going to be capped out at a certain point. My house is going to be paid off. I'm going to have a fixed income and that income is likely not going to keep up with inflation. And so I'm going to have to reduce the quality of life that I live. That is the majority of the world, the majority of America. That is the thinking. I'm going to gird myself up with this common thinking. I'm going to pay off my house. I'm going to have my 401k. I'm going to have my stocks and my bonds. And I'm going to live off of that in those later years. And yes, I understand my quality of life is going to continue to diminish. You guys, conscious investor, that's not going to serve you well. That's not going to support us when we are in those golden years. I have a high level of concern for so many of us because 
I have the opportunity and privilege of speaking with many investors and understanding what their retirement looks like. And so I suppose in this pass-fail mentality, I'd like to sound an alarm. We're currently purchasing an assisted living facility. And in that purchase, I've really dug into the numbers and into what people are prepared for and into what those costs look like. And in all reality, mature people that are in those later years of life, they're one accident away from having nothing based upon the savings that most people have. That sounds really daunting. And I don't mean to be in a negative way. I'm highly concerned for you, conscious investor. And some of you are being so cautious because you're continuing down the path of common thinking. So what do we do about that? We've got to hit refresh. We have to ask ourselves, like, what is it that I am conditioned to think or believe about investing, about the world, about my physical being? You see, we have to start dissecting the belief systems and the thinking that is leading us to act and behave in particular ways. And we must challenge those things. And when we can identify, some of them are going to be serving us powerfully and some of them are going to be hindrances. So for many of you, you're on that cusp of, yeah, I need to schedule that call with Julie or someone at her company so that I can learn more about investing and have my nuanced questions answered. Conscious investor, that's you. And you need to like step over and say, wait a second, why am I not jumping at that? What is it that is preventing me from taking time to schedule that time, that call so that I can learn more? I was speaking with an investor just recently, and this was that pass fail mentality of, well, we'll have this paid off and we'll just live off of this little bit. And it's like, you're behind on your retirement. You're behind on that savings. The common path, it really doesn't suffice for the general population, okay? But if you're trying to play catch up, you cannot catch up on your retirement when you are using the common path. You have to have stronger investments that are going to bring those powerful returns into your life. So that's a, hey, schedule that call. Let's talk. Let's figure out how we can support you. Now, here's the other thing. Sometimes we have to hit refresh and we have to say, what am I conditioned? What am I believing about the world? Oh man, the world is an amazing place and people are absolutely extraordinary. Recently, I'm wrapping up a huge travel season and I'm really grateful that I'm going to have like just the next few months of being just relaxed with my family. But all that to say, I was traveling home. I'm at the Denver airport and I hear something behind me. And it was like that, oh, that did not sound good. What just happened? And it echoed. Concourse C, it's very light and airy. And it's that new part, that whole new extension on the concourse. It's beautiful, but you could just hear it echo. And I turn around and this woman had fallen. I don't know how she fell because there's nothing around that would cause somebody to fall, but she had had an accident and she had fallen. And her iced coffee very nice, large size one had splashed and spilled all over the ground. And her body was actually completely on the ground as well. Like when I say fall, it wasn't just like, oh, I just kind of fall. Like she just not face planted, but like side planted on the ground, coffee everywhere. I turn around and I start walking towards her. And guess what? Multiple people did the same thing. 
if you were to watch the news, you would be conditioned to think and believe that this world is a horrible place and that humans are awful and so mean to each other and vicious. And while there are horrible things happening in the world that I don't want to diminish, I want to encourage you to say, I'm not living a pass-fail life. And I'm going to challenge my thinking and my beliefs that are being conditioned by outside influences or my past. Because when we start doing that, when we start living this more inside out style life, we start to see all of this evidence of how many people are genuinely wonderful people trying to promote and do good things in the world. So we can challenge our thinking about investing. We can challenge our thinking surrounding our approach and our viewpoint to the world. And by the way, let me add one more story. I don't think I've shared this one with you. I was recently in Nashville with some partners at their headquarters, and we're just structuring things, creating a game plan for our companies as we're looking into the future. What would that game plan look like? What kind of investments would we want to continue to partner in on? While I was down there, I leave to go get some coffee across the street. There's this gentleman. He's sitting on a bench, unsuspecting. He kind of looked like he might be a little sad. I just asked him, I said, hey there. I said, hey, scale of one to 10, how's your day going? And I did not have any expectation for how this man was going to respond. I didn't even know if he would respond, quite frankly. And he responds after contemplating for what felt like five minutes. It was probably 20 seconds, but it felt like an eternity. And he says, it's a 10. I'm like, really? That is phenomenal. What is leading this to be a 10 of a day? And his response was, I'm alive. I woke up alive. I have an opportunity to live today. That is a 10 right there. And he got a smile on his face and his demeanor softened. And it was just amazing. Later that evening, I was with one of my partners. We were grabbing a bite to eat for dinner. And she and I approached one of the servers and a young man this time who looked like he was not having a great day at all. I asked this young man the same question. Scale of one to 10, how's your day? This time I did have an expectation that he was going to say like five, four, three, right? Something like that. And he stops. He thinks about it just like the gentleman earlier in the day. And he says the same thing. 10, I'm alive. So when we're thinking about the world, when we're thinking about the people, when we start to actually engage the people around us, when we engage the world, we have a better insight into what's really taking place in people's lives. Now, I mean, that's still superficial of scale of one to 10. I get that that's superficial, but to hear that their value on life was, I'm alive, I'm grateful, I'm going to have a great day. That helps shift that narrative that is trying to be, we're being conditioned for, right? By a lot of news media outlets and such. So I want you to really please think, Am I approaching this with a pass-fail mentality? Am I trying to like apply common thinking and expecting uncommon results? Because that's not going to get you where you are. And this holds true with our bodies also. We can't expect to eat the bag of chips <laughs> and the ice cream and throwbacks or a couple beers and a couple glasses of wine or something and not have that affect our physical being in some capacity, right? We can't say that we're going to do these things and expect uncommon results or even the results of being a fit, healthy being on the inside out. So I want to encourage you with that. Also, 
want to encourage you that the sacrifice of not living that pass fail life of leading a life of excellence is completely worth it. Our willingness to roll up our sleeves now, it's going to cost us now, but it's also going to benefit us later. There is definitely a balance between am I being work obsessed and workaholic type thing, or am I being the opposite? And we can not do the work that needs to get done now to pave the way for our future. Why do I mean by this? I'm going to be very specific. It's really hitting again, as I take my company into the assisted living space, all of these things become far more real, far more tangible. And when you are looking at these later years of life and preparing for them today, really, truly is critical and it matters. Yes, it's critical that we show up and that we're present for our family and that we're present for our children and that we are there. But it is critical also that we are present to build in and to prepare for our future. Steve and I were driving the kids to school yesterday. So I'm recording this. Today's the last day of school for my daughter. Yesterday was the last day of school for my son. His kids that were graduating don't have to go to school this last day. And on the car drive there, I told the kids, I said, I know that the last few weeks have been really hectic with my company. It is just a little season, a little window that happens in life. That's fine. It can happen on the family side of traveling and having fun also. So it swings both ways. (laughs) But I told them, I said, we don't want to be a burden on you and your families when you're our age. If dad and I have the opportunity of living into much later years, we want to have the capacity to ensure that we have created provisions for ourselves so that burden is not taxing and wearing on you while you're trying to raise your children. A lot of times we can get caught up in the, I have to be present for my children right now, but we need to be thinking further ahead. And we need to say, how am I going to be present for my children down the road as well? And that means investing wisely. That means taking care of our physical beings. And that means guarding our mindset from common thinking that will prevent us from achieving those uncommon results. We do have 18 summers, 18 winters. I'm a firm believer in that. That's why in winter episodes, I will talk about five runs, five and fry, which is go down five ski runs and then go get French fries. (laughs) It's fun. It's just this thing and it's fun, but we have to temper that with how am I preparing for the future? I want to encourage you conscious investor. Life is not pass fail. If you approach it in that way, you are just going to lead the bare minimum of a life. That's not the life that you were intended to lead. You have so much to offer the world, so much to contribute, and you don't want fear to hold you hostage. You don't want wrong thinking to hold you hostage. You don't want common thinking to hold your investment strategy hostage because that common thinking is going to keep you in the common space, in that pass-fail space. I know, a little bit of thunder, a little bit of fire. And the more I venture into the assisted living space, which I'm absolutely thrilled about, I really could not be happier because the returns we can provide for investors are so powerful. And the life that we can provide for residents at that point in their life and 
the environment that we can provide for their families, that safety, everything about this is true impact investing. It's absolutely beautiful. As my company goes further into the assisted living, and we're not talking about homes. I'm going to do a quick sidebar. My grandpa was in one of those 10 bed type homes. We're purchasing this large facility. You can see the benefit of that. So if you ever want to hear about that benefit of that versus a smaller home, I definitely have a strong comparison between the two and it's pretty exciting. But as I venture down this path, this is something we'll probably hear more about on the podcast because we're at that age conscious investor. We're supporting our parents and we're maybe supporting our grandparents in some capacity as they're aging and maturing. And we're at a spot more than likely conscious investor, you were similar and you're at that spot where we really need to start planning and preparing in a very serious, conscientious way for those years of our own life. So all the thunder, it's going to be rolling. I appreciate you, conscious investor. If this served you well, let me know. If you're living a pass-fail life right now, that doesn't mean that you have to continue down that path. Raise your level of awareness so that you're no longer leading that past fail life and that you are actually in charge, in power, and aware of what am I thinking and believing? And is that what I really truly want to think, believe? And is that I want to act out in my life? You are the driver of your life. Opportunity is absolutely endless. I care about you, conscious investor. Please reach out. Most of you know that have already reached out, I answer my phone. We have calls. It's important to me. And I have missed a couple of calls. And so you know who you are and I'm so sorry. (laughs) But make sure you schedule a time for us to talk. There are a couple of links down there. Feel free. If you just want to talk about just catch up, there's a 20-minute call session. You can pop on the calendar. If you want to talk about investing, pop on the investor discovery call so that we can talk. Maybe we want to talk about your financial plan. Maybe you want to talk about strategies for your parents or somebody else. Like, how are we going to be prepared for this part of life? Like, reach out. I'm here to support you. Until next time, live big, love bigger, and do great things. Are you enjoying this episode? Do the world a favor and help trip the algorithm by leaving a review so that this content reaches many others. 